Hello once again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you're welcome to this channel. Please pause the video for a second and check down in the description box so that you can see what today's video is about. After that, if your video is not clear, if it's grainy or anything like that, check the three dots menu at the top or just look across the YouTube bar until you see a cog. Look for the word quality, click 720p or 1080p that should make the picture crisper for you. I explained that YouTube is somehow monitoring and bringing the bandwidth down to 480, but that makes for a really weird looking picture. So I always try to present these in the best possible quality. So please just do that little bit of work and that little extra tweaking every time you watch a video so that you can have a better experience. So today's prophecy is called Pestilence is coming, and I received this prophecy on the 1st of April, 2020. The prophecies that I'm reading today are the prophecies that I've been led of the Lord to share, so they're not necessarily part of the America series. Uh, because, for instance, today's, today's topic is definitely about the coronavirus, and um, I would just like to say that I, I'm not sharing anything except what God has given me. Uh, these were shared on the blog in first day of April, actually. <laughs> God has a sense of humor. <laughs> April Fool's Day, April 1, 2020. And I think I also put it on the Facebook page for those who use the blog there. So the banner scripture is called, Surely, Surely wickedness burns like a fire. It consumes the briars and thorns. It sets the forest thickets ablaze so that it rolls upward in a column of smoke. By the wrath of the Lord Almighty, the land will be scorched and the people will be fuel for the fire. They will not spare one another. Isaiah chapter nine, 18 to 19. And then the Lord made this remark to me and I put it there because he, he made it right after the scripture. The land will be exhausted they will face crisis after crisis until they struggle to catch their breath. And yet, there are more things to come. Now, if you've been watching this channel for even a little bit of time, you will realize that the phrase, there are more things to come, is just the paraphrase of what God says in Isaiah chapter 9, which is, my hand is stretched out still. And in Isaiah chapter 9, God is rendering a series of judgments against Israel for her unfaithfulness, for her wickedness, for her perversion, for her sexual immorality, for her idolatry and bowing down to false gods, and also just for playing the harlot, which means that she no longer has a faithful heart towards God as her father, as her king, as her Lord, but she starts to run after all the pagan gods that they find in the Canaanites and the other fallen tribes that traditionally were around Israel. So I share here in the blog post what I saw. I had a series of pictures. Um, I saw a series of pictures, all of them on the morning of April 1st, and I think only one of them was a dream. So I shared the dream first. I dreamt of, I guess I could say, I dreamt of the coronavirus, but in the dream, everybody called it COVID-15. So it wasn't called COVID-19. If I saw it anywhere, 
if it was written on a patient's wrist tag or if it was written on their chart, what I saw was COVID-15. So I'm sleeping and my brain keeps seeing these tags of COVID-15. And well, I'm not, I'm not sure that's what it was, but how I wrote it is that my brain kept trying to make sense of the number that I was seeing. And so I would see the 15 squiggle and try to turn itself into the number 19. Because I'm trying to make sense of what I'm seeing in the dream. It's like my subconscious was going, this is wrong. There's nothing called COVID-15, it's COVID-19. So I saw at places that the 15 was being blurred out by my mind, but it always came back, right? It always came back. So my mind was trying to convert it to 19, but the dream would simply shrug off whatever interference was coming from my human soul and it would adjust itself. And then I would see COVID-15, COVID-15. So I finally came to understand that I was seeing this very same disease that we're dealing with here now, a disease that we have been told is absolutely brand new, never seen before. Nobody knows what it is. It just fell out of the heavens. COVID-19, Earth's biggest chapter yet. However, I'm sleeping and I'm seeing this disease is written on patient charts. It's written on name tags. It's written on doctors, medical boards, COVID-15. And as soon as I realized that I've seen, that I'm seeing, God is showing me the coronavirus from a previous year and a previous occurrence, the dream stopped trying to adjust the number, right? So my consciousness stopped attacking the number. And then I began to see COVID-15 written clearly on the beds of sick people, written on their name charts, written everywhere, COVID-15. And then the dream changed and I began to see more modern scenes. I saw new scenes of new sick people. And now the tags that were being put on their charts and put on their beds and put on their wrists now said COVID-19. And I even started to see COVID-19 running on the news banners. So COVID-19, as we know, stands for the coronavirus 2019. And if you can see that COVID-19 stands for coronavirus disease 2019, then COVID-15 must stand for the same thing and that this disease is not new to us. It's been here at least in the USA before, but it was never formally talked about. It was never publicized and it was never called its real name. So this made me really curious. And I went on the internet to see if I could find anything called COVID-15, right? And of course I didn't really find anything in the search results when I looked like that. But what I found interesting is that the deadliest year of flu, right? So we know about flu season and all that and getting your flu shot, whatever your views are on that. We know that that comes around every year and we know that the population of the United States is strongly recommended by CDC and the health officials to go and get what they call the flu vaccine. I found that America had its deadliest flu season on record in 10 years in the year 2015. And I tagged the article there. And then the Lord began to speak to me about the disease that we had. Remember, this is back in April. I would call it really the season of the death wagon in New York City. It was very hard to see that kind of pervasive death, brothers and sisters. It was I will not even try to pretend it was a very scary time. 
It was a time where you were sincerely grateful to know God and you were sincerely grateful to know praying people because First of all, the isolation of lockdown, the questions that we had as a population that were simply not being answered because they were marching this parade of, if you ask me, very poorly informed and shady looking experts across the scene, men and women who could not collate the data enough to say, you can do this and you can't do this, men and women that seem to contradict themselves at every step. These were the people that were apparently informing the nation of what the disease would do and not do. And oddly enough, the disease kept outperforming their specs. The disease kept doing exactly what they said it would not do, that it would not affect the young and healthy. And then it began to slay, at least here in New York City, the young and healthy. Oh, it's only for the elderly. It's only for this with people with underlying complications. A lot of things were said and this disease did not behave as they said. So it was a scary time when I got this prophecy and I saw many people in visions. I was not asleep. The Lord was giving me many pictures because one thing that they were not showing us is how people appeared when they died. But I saw many people dying and they were choking on their own bodily fluids. It's as if they could not get plural fluid in their lungs to, to stay at the normal, very low levels. Normally, we just have a little bit of plural fluid in the lungs. It's a tiny, tiny bit. And it's not supposed to multiply. And it's not supposed to rise because that's where you start to get all these breathing problems from. And you can even drown in your own lungs if it gets out of hand. But there was fluid in people's lungs and I saw them choking on their own bodily fluids and then they died in these visions. But then the pictures I saw in the visions changed and I saw another disease come to earth and this disease had the appearance of fire and it burned people to nothing. And the Lord said, another contagion is coming, one that is far worse than the one on earth now. It will burn and consume mankind. Right? Fever. I send the fever, the ague, the chills and temperature. And then I began to see pictures of people in a hospital. And these people were shivering. They were so cold. Their teeth were like, yeah, 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 yeah. They were so, so cold that they even bundled up their legs up to their chest. So they brought their knees up to their chest in the beds at home and the beds in hospital. And they were so freezing. But yet at the same time, I was seeing temperature monitors above their head, 105, 106 degree fevers. And I remember thinking, can people even be alive? At 106 degrees, and the Lord said to me, fever, ague, disease, remind them of my word. And there's another prophecy contained in this one. I will drop the links for both. It's called the pale horse. So you can go and read that. The word ague is a very old style. It's actually archaic, to tell you the truth. Nobody in more modern times would use this word, but only God would use this word. It's a very old, old word for a, a, a virulent type of 
plague. So it's a type of disease um, that usually is characterized by shivering and cold, but at the same time, very high fevers. And it's impossible to have this kind of sickness and be asymptomatic, meaning it's impossible to have the ague and walk around and look like nothing is wrong with you. If you caught the ague in the old days, trust me, everybody in the town knew about it and everybody told their kids, don't go over to Goody, Goody so-and-so's house. She's got the ague. And, and they'd be waiting to see if you and all your husband and kids and even the cows and pigs would die of that disease. So it's not a good thing to have. And so when I, when I woke up, because the dream was the last thing, I went on the internet to find out if it's possible to be alive if your fever hits 106, 107. And what I found is that there's a word for it called hyperpraxia. And this is when you have a fever of 106 or higher and it's considered a medical emergency because if the fever is not lowered, your organs basically begin to slow cook inside you. So your organs become extremely damaged and you can even die. And that's why it's recommended that if your fever goes anything above 103 and you have other significant symptoms. So this is if you're coughing, if your vision is blurry, if you experience extreme nausea or anything else that is considered, you know, highly uncomfortable and highly unusual human behavior. Then the website said that you should immediately seek medical care, especially if you have such a high fever. And then the Lord said that a worse disease than COVID-19 is coming it will burn up the inhabitants of earth. It will make them like dry kindling wood and they will be burned. And so then I began to see images of how people died and brothers and sisters, people died of this disease that I'm speaking of here. This new disease wiped through the population and it was mostly in Western nations again. That's what I saw. When people finally died of this disease, they looked like croissants. There is no other way for me to put it. I know that what I wrote was flaky, dry, old paper or parchment. Their skin looked like croissant skin. It was so dry. It was so flaky. And it was like parchment scrolls. So the people died and they looked old. The disease in a short time made them so old looking and yet they had this dull redness beneath the skin. So it was like pale, washed out, looking like croissants, dried up and much older than they actually were, but at the same time like a fire that hasn't gone out, like a flush, dull red tone underneath that was especially visible in the cheeks and the face area. And I saw that these people's bodies were so contagious. The hospital workers were wearing the same PPE. I, it didn't look like PPE to me, to be honest. It looked like hazmat, what they were wearing, those white things that you zip up. And they were very careful when they were handling these dried up bodies. They were slow and methodical, so they didn't rush. And I saw where the hair of a person got caught in the body bag zipper. So they're zipping up this person, a little bit of hair got caught and the zipper kind of sliced the hair, right? Cause it wasn't like a little, I think it was a metal zipper. So it just sliced the hair off and it fell. And the understanding I had is that if that hair came into contact with someone, maybe a janitor or a cleaner, somebody who was not wearing 
the hazmat or the protective gear just from that hair, they could get the disease. I saw that if you pinched the person's skin and if any blood came out and touched somebody, the one who came in contact with the blood would get sick. I saw them drawing the blood of a person who had passed away from this disease and their blood was really thick and black like glue when it starts to dry. So as I was watching these images, what came to my understanding and the knowledge that came into my spirit was that there's no way to cure this particular disease that is coming and that the doctors were wasting their time running tests and trying to find out what it was because they did not know what it was. This disease just came like a dry wind and human beings began to die a horrible burning death. And then the next vision that I saw is that I saw into a very strange crematorium. Um, it looked like an industrial crematorium because it was so big. And I saw that they did not take the bodies out of the body bags, but they just put them into this really large oven and burn them so that the oven was opening regularly. Whenever the timer ran out, they would open the oven, they would pack in more of the body bags without taking the people out, and then they would shut the metal door, set the temperature gauge, seal it, and then the fire would rage again. And that was how so many people exited this world. So I saw that there was coming a time in the Western nations where, and some would say that this has already happened. This happened during the coronavirus um, pandemic, that people were not being given proper funerals, uh, I saw mass funerals for the first time in the Western world. They were digging out there by some island, some place out there in New York where the abandoned buildings are. They were digging mass graves and putting people in there. And you know, a lot of people would not know this because this was not on the mainstream news. They will tell you what the Kardashians are doing but they will not tell you things that can affect your life. They will not tell you the main important events going on in this nation. In fact, I only found out from a friend of mine uh, who lives outside the country and it was being carried by Sky News. It was being carried by the Irish channels that America was burying her people in mass graves. And yet you wouldn't see this on NBC or ABC or any of the C's because it's not important enough to tell us that people are dying from a disease so deadly and so contagious or whatever it is that they were not returning them to their families, but they were just burying them one by one in these innocuous pine boxes in the same hole. So I saw that people were being burned in these large industrial ovens and it caused a lot of grief because governments absolutely refused to give these contagious bodies back to families for them to handle burials on their own. They absolutely refused to do that. And so people really had to struggle with the knowledge that if your loved one got sick, when they wheeled them into that ICU, especially since they couldn't figure out how to cure this thing, that was the last time you were going to see your father, your sister, your spouse, your child, your grandparent, that was it. It was very unlikely that they were coming out. And so I saw this, this picture of as if the nations bowed with grief. I saw as if, you know, when, when people are experiencing extreme grief, how they 
bow with that hurt. I saw just a group picture of how the nations bowed over with grief because of the coming of this disease. And then the picture changed again. And what I saw was this huge warehouse. This was a massive warehouse. Um, it was so big and it was stretched out like a football field. And the Lord gave me the perspective from the roof. So it's like I was hovering or seeing from the roof. And I saw all these workers in hazmat suits. I saw them in white hazmat suits and every inch of them was covered, strangely enough, except for their faces. Instead of them wearing sealed helmets, you know, like the sealed helmets that I saw the hospital workers who were handling this second disease that burned up people with heat, they were not wearing that. They had the clear goggles on, right? And uh, their mouths were uncovered so that they could talk to one another. And they had blue shoe covers on, right? And blue gloves. So they had blue shoe covers and blue gloves. And I couldn't see what they were doing, but there were so many in that warehouse like ants. And they were very busy moving up and down the warehouse, talking to one another and doing something in that warehouse. And then that image finally blacked out. So the warehouse faded away and then the Lord put a black screen in front of me with two medical shields on it. So a medical shield, I don't know, um, I'm sure we've seen, you know, the Hippocratic Oath and, and that's like a shield. So medicine has its own shield. So I saw something like this, right? Just like the, the shields of royalty, royal houses. I saw two of them and they were both black with a white icon and insignia, right? So a logo, like a company logo and black background, white logo. And the first one was a medical dropper. So you know a medical dropper is shaped just like a cross. It has a short T and then it has the squeezy bow and the long dropper. So on the first shield was a white icon, like almost like a sword of a medical dropper. And then the dropper was there and squeezing out of the tip of the dropper was a drop of liquid. But the second shield was, I guess, twice as deadly as the first because it had two thermom thermometers on it, right? So it had thermometer, thermometer, side by side, and the red bulb, which shows this is how high the temperature is. The gauge was right at the top. So the first disease was one that involved liquid and the second disease was one that was deadlier, twice as deadly and involved heat. And then the Lord told me that COVID-19 is ended, it's over, it will taper down and it will die out. People have cried for mercy and I've heard their prayers, but judgment is against the land and this new disease will come. It will burn among men and take its fair share until it too is commanded to cease. This is the word of the Lord. And I have to say, brothers and sisters, there are some who would say, no, COVID-19 isn't gone. This is not true. Here in New York, we experienced something that puzzles me to this day. Around about May, there came this sudden sharp tapering off in new cases. And by the time we rolled around into June, I'm not sure if the lockdown ended on the 31st of July, the 31st of June. Forgive me, the days just ran together this year. It just seemed like one long day. But what I know is that just as sharply as the curve went up for death, it just 
careened downward. And uh, if you watch the video before this, it's actually called the summer is past. And what we were told is that with the coming of summer, everything would be okay. We were told in some magical Papua New Guinea form of medical knowledge that I've never heard of, that the sun, the sun would dry the coronavirus out, just like a wet t-shirt. So the sun would shine down on America and the nations of the world and coronavirus, who of course did not see the sun in March and April, the sun must not have been shining, the coronavirus would suddenly dry out and go away and then the nation would be free. If the sun drives away this disease, then why were we constantly being told to prepare for a second wave? I have family members who are infectious disease specialists. I'm not giving medical advice here, but I'm just saying something. People with decades in the field of traumatic disease, tropical disease, how does something taper off but leave a schedule of when it will be back? That's all I'm saying. After all, God is always telling me at least that he appreciates when his people are thinking people. And this simply does not fit any epidemiology I've ever seen in my short life that a disease can leave and say but I'll be back Thursday and then come back exactly Thursday so that's the prophecy pestilence is coming the Lord says that there will be successive waves of sickness and disease upon the earth I remember as far back as 2013, as far back as 2013, the Lord began to stringently insist that I increase my hand washing. It was so odd to me, so very odd at the time. As far back as 2013, the Lord began to insist that I use sanitizer and that I increase my hand washing with every time I came into my home. And I remember at the time I found it so um, a little bit of a drag, I have to say, because sometimes I would forget and he would say to me, Celestial, you came in, you did not wash your hands. And I would say, yes, Lord, but I just came in from varsity and uh, okay. And I would wash my hands. And it took some time for me to actually grasp and understand that God was trying to ingrain habit into me. He was trying to ingrain habit into me for these times that we would inhabit. And this was at least seven years ago. And I remember it didn't really stick with me at the time, but then other events came to the earth and it stuck with me pretty good. Stuck with me pretty good. And still, so I still depend on it now, today. So these after nuggets are just my own thoughts. I've given the prophecy. Pestilence is coming 1st of April, 2020. 
Check the description box below. All the information will be there. Thank you for always visiting the Master's Voice. I appreciate your comments. Please keep them respectful. I appreciate your support. I appreciate those of you who support the ministry financially. And God bless you. Take care.